Alright, a good nerf Shabbos. Here we go. Today's daf is daf ayin aleph, page seventy-one. The hidgum mesachas bavakama. We pick up on the second line from daf ayin aleph, amud aleph. Here we go. So the Mishnah had said that we know again if somebody steals an animal, you pay back kefal. If you shecht it or sell it, you pay back dalid behei. The Mishnah paskin that if you steal an animal and you shecht or you sell it on Yom Kippur, the halacha is you pay dalid behei. Why would I think Yom Kippur is any different? Because there is a chiyuv karis. Now we learned previously, if my, if my shechting or my selling obligates me in a death penalty, because of kim le'bedaramine, because you always give the, the stronger punishment, so I would not pay dalit behei. I'm chayav misa, you don't pay dalit behei on that misa, on that action. However, on Yom Kippur, where the chiyuv is not a, you're not receiving a capital punishment down here on earth, rather it's a chiyuv karis in Shemayim, there's, according to Tanah Mishnah, as the Gemara is going to get into, there's no din kim le'bedaramine, on a din kares combined with the financial penalty. Okay? So, Mamela Nachamol, somebody steals an animal, whether it's on Yom Kippur before Yom Kippur. Then he's Tavachu Machar on Yom Kippur. Even though it's a Kharis, you do pay Dalit Behe to the owner. Here we go. Zok the Gemara. Amri, they said, who's they? The Hidgi Yeshiva Bukhim. Yeah? They said in Yeshiva. This was the raid in Yeshiva. Amai, why do you pay Dalit Behe when you shakter steal Yom Kippur? And he granted the Ketalaleka that there is no Chiyav Misa, Malkus Mia but there is a Chiyav Malkus, Vekhaim Landeina Laika Mishalem. And we've established that there's no Chiyav of Malkus, of lashes, as, uh, together with financial penalty. Okay, we learned this in Mesechus Makis. Then Mishum Risha Achas Atta Machayve. I'm just going to say it's outside. Quote the Gemara there. Mishum Risha Achas Atta Machayve. Viyata Machayve. Mishum Shtei Risha. It's only obligated a person for one wickedness and not two. So if you're if uh, we say that by that um, by Achiv Garis, what happens is you also receive Malchus when it plays out in a way of action. So if you're going to get Malchus, why do I pay Dalit Behei? Amri, they answered. How money, Reb Meir? He Damar like Umisham. Reb Meir doesn't agree with that whole idea. He says like a Umishalim. Okay, so. We're fine. Meaning, our Mishnah says you pay dollar behe by kares. I. What about the malchus? Eh, it's fine. Even if you got malchus, you could pay. Fine. Says the Gemara, Irav Meir. If we're following the opinion of Irav Meir, Afilu Tavachum Achav B'Shabbos. Even if a person shechts or sells on Shabbos, you should pay Dalit Vehei because even though there's a chi of Misa, Lemaisa, Rav Meir does not hold your putter just because there's going to be a physical penalty at the same time. The Chitim like Umeshalim Islay Mesum Shalom. Less you're going to tell me that. What do you mean? Maybe when you get you could get Malchus and pay, but you don't necessarily get the death penalty and pay. Belay? Is that going to be true? According to Rebbeir, but I'm going to be talking about Shabbos. A person steals or shechs on Shabbos. Going to be talking about the Zara. A person steals and shechs or the Zara. Going to be shara niskol tzvachai. Or somebody steals an axe that has been paskined on the misa to be stoned. In all these cases, you pay Dalit holds that you pay Dalit not only when there's Malchus along with it, but even when there's Misa along with it. Okay? So it says the like this. Let's just get an overview of what we want to do. Our Mishnah said that if you're high of Misa, then you don't pay Mammon. You don't pay money. If you're high of Malchus, you do pay money. We thought it's Rav Meir. We said, oh, maybe the time is Rav Meir. It's not possible because Rav Meir holds. You never are exempt from money when it's combined with a physical penalty. So why in our Mishnah do we exempt? And we say, Kim Le'bidramine by Chiyab Misa. Amri, they said, Bar Don't mention that. Brisa, that's not a proof. Meaning, 
don't tell me Rav Meir always holds that there's no Kim of Drab. And I, we're actually right what we said originally, which is that you could have Malkus and Mammon, but there's no Misa and Mammon. And the Brisa, which says there is Misa and Mammon, is a mistake. And I'll tell you. We learned about that Brisa. The name of I'll tell you the case. The case is where somebody else, where somebody else, shechs it. You appoint somebody else to uh, to uh, to shech the animal. So over here, he didn't do the the Isr Shabbos. You told the shliach to do the Isr Shabbos. The shliach is chayav misa, but you're the one who's chayav mum, and you're still going to pay the dollar behe. All right. So now, what this means is like this. Notice, I steal an animal. It's Shabbos. I walk over to you and I say, I'm making you my shliach to shech the animal on Shabbos. In such a case, one second, oh, that's a good question. In such a case, you're chay of Misa, I'm chay of the Dalit Why does it split? I should be chay of Dalit Because you did the okay. Misa Shabbos. But I did the shliach. You're not the Ganav. I'm the Ganav. Right, but you're only chay of Dalit if you shech it. Ain't shliach nas, nas. What do you mean? In other words, if I steal an animal and I shech it, then I'm chay of Dalit Let's say it's a Sunday. Okay, right. I steal an animal. Right. You're a sheikh. I don't know how to sheikh. I come over to you and I say, please sheikh this animal for me. You think it's mine. You well, think it's mine. You, I'm going to be chayab dal hay, even though you sheikh it. Uh-huh. Even, all right. I walked over to a and I... You're not doing the mice. That's right. Okay. Because I made your shliach. Now, according to this, if I made your shliach, so shluch shluch zodik maizai, I'd be chayab dal hay. But if you sheikh it on Shabbos, you're the one who sheikh it on Shabbos. Right. Okay. To which the Gemara responds, your problem. And that is, what do you mean? One guy's going to sin, another guy's going to be chayev. One guy, it's not the way it works. Okay? The, you're the one who does the chayev Shabbos and, I, and I'm chayev moment. It doesn't make any sense. Amarav, Rav says, Shani Hacha, that here, in our Mishnah, it is different. If you, you, what happens is you steal the animal, you shecht it, or you sell it. What does that mean? So here we go. Can you sell something to yourself? Yeah? I'm a big businessman. I'm a big businessman. Yeah? Without getting specific, some people make a lot of money earning credit card points. Yeah? You didn't make a lot of money. You spent a lot of money, so you have credit card points. All right? But, which means, like, what'd you do? What'd you give yourself? I gave myself something. You don't sell something to yourself. Like, hey, I never. The same way by selling something... Well, I make a million no, no, dollars no, no, of business. No, 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 no. I own five corporations. So I sell from this corporation. I buy, then I sell to this one for a profit. Separate corporation? I, but it's. Uh huh. Okay, send the entity to separate. Okay. Right, it's a separate entity. Right. Usually you're right. It wouldn't make sense. But over here it does make sense. Why? Xerosakasu. Um. It says in the Torah that it combines slaughtering and it combines slaughtering and um, selling. The same way selling involves another person, so too the slaughtering involves another person. You're still going to be chayiv. When it says, You shecht it or you sell it. In the Yeshiva Chizgi, they taught Tachas L'Rabbi says a Shliach. This that it says Tachas. That's coming to include a Shliach. If I, if I appoint a Shliach, then I'm still going to be obligated in Dalit Vehe. Maskul Amarzutra. Amarzutra has to challenge a question. Mi'ika midi di luavid iulai mechayev avid shliach mechayev. 
He says, I, I get what you're saying, it's Xerus Akasa, but we have a problem. We have a problem. Because where do we find the case? I mean, he says, where, where's there such a precedent for such a thing? Where, if I do it myself, I'm not obligated, but now that I appointed you, I am obligated. Now, why does it play out like this? Because it can lay by the Rabbimine. So, I steal an animal. I tell you to shecht or sell on Shabbos. If I were to shecht or sell it, would I have to pay? No, because I'm Chayav Misa. Now that you did it, I am Chayav to pay? He says, where do you find such a precedent for such a thing? Where if I do it, I'm Potter, but if you do it, I'm Chayav. Okay? In other words, it's, it's like a step two from it, but he says, Where's the, where do you find such an idea? So the answer is, he says, let me explain something to you. This is not a problem. Very logical. Amar Leir Vashi. Vashi says back to him, He says, no, no, no. Let me tell you something. You're misunderstanding. And this is probably what we're thinking. If, you, if I shecht an animal on Shabbos that I stole, am I chayef to pay dalit v'hei? Yes. Yes, but there's another rule saying, Kim le'i b'dirabah that when, I'm, when the court implements the, the responsibility, you're, they're only allowed to implement the heavier one. It's a which means, when I'm obligated in Misa and Maman, I am obligated to Misa Maman, but the court can't carry out both because there's a rule in the Torah which says, yeah, yeah. You, can only ob- you only carry out one wickedness on the person. You give him the harsher one. But it's not that I'm putter. What was our question? If I were to shaft it on Shabbos, I don't need to pay. Now that you're shaft you, I do need to pay? It says the Gemara, yeah, you don't understand. Either way, you have to pay. Just the court doesn't impose that on you because of a separate rule. But it's not that you're putter. It's not that you're not obligated. Now the reason why, why, why is this a chash v'nafkamina? It just means like this. If a person, Taka, wants to do tshuva. Okay? If a person really wants to do tshuva. You, you would do both. You would do both. Because the ma'isa, I'm chayiv in both. If, if Kim Le'bidaramine tells me you're not chayiv in both, it's not even a ma'isa tshuva. Tshuva, you, you don't need to do both. You're partially not chayiv. You're not obligated without, uh, uh, in, in that payment, we'll call it. Okay. Says the Gemara, one second. If we're dealing with somebody else, to get my time at the Rabbanon Depatiri. What's the reason for the Rabbanon who argue and they say that the Ganav is not Mechoyev Amri they said Yeshiva Man Chachamim who's the Chachamim it's Rabbi Shimon the Chachamim is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon who says the Yomar Rabbi Shimon says Shechita She'ena Ru'uya Lo'ishma Shechita a Shechita a slaughtering that's not fit is not called a Shechita yeah so sometimes a person says I got the job done and we said nope you did not get the job done what does this mean that a shechita is not fit? So if, let's say the, the gan of shechts the animal and it turns out that it was a treifa. So do, you, do, do we call that a uh, do we call that a shechita? So he says over here we don't call that a shechita. Therefore, 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 therefore even if I appoint a shliach to, to shech the animal that slaughtering is considered a puzzle slaughtering with all like it, it's, it's not roi. It's not fit as a slaughtering. Because it was done on Shabbos. Correct. But that's only because oh, he's doing it for me. Wait, is that Kadesh Right. Oh, yeah. See, you're not let it do it. I'm saying it's. It, 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 I have no. I have no gain from it right now. Right, I'll ask afterwards. Huh? I'll ask afterwards. Okay. 
Amri, they said, Bishmavid is our scholar, Shaka Nisko Shita Shinruihi, Elishabashita Ruihi. Was that your question? The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Amri, they said, One who cooks on Shabbos, if he did it by mistook, yeah, did it by mistook, unintentional, you're allowed to eat what you cooked. Okay. Now, Lafiza Rashi says, even on Shabbos, you'll let it eat. Look at this opinion. You'll let it eat. Rashi's following the opinion, this right? This was the shir I, I sent you, or I told you about. Okay. Okay. If you cook on purpose on Shabbos, you're not allowed to eat it um, on Shabbos. So, or even at all, we'll see. Tivir Emeir. Rebuda Emeir Buda says, If you cook by mistake, you eat a Matzi Shabbos. You can't eat it at all. And this is the opinion we want to focus on right now. Others. It is pushit, not kosher. If you purposely cook on Shabbos, any yid is not allowed to benefit from it at all. That is the opinion of Rabbi Yechon Again, you purposely transgress Shabbos. It, it, we're going to call this food not kosher. My time to be a sandler. What's the reason to be a sandler? Darish of Chia, Pisca de Benesia. If Christa gave a Joshua the entrance of the house of the Nasi Shmartimasa Shabbos, Kikaidesh, you should protect the Shabbos for it is Kaidesh, Makaidesh, Osser Bachilo, Afmaisa Shabbos, Asur and Bachilo. Just like things that are Kaidesh or Osser Bachilo, so do Maisa Shabbos is Osser Bachilo. Yeah? What's Kaidesh? Kaidish means separated. Separated. We translate it as holy, but it's separated in an elevated way. That's the difference between Kiddush and Abdullah. Kiddush and Abdullah are accomplishing the same thing. They're both mean divide, to separate. But Kaidish is when I go from weekday and I separate Shabbos and I go to a place of elevation. That's Kaidish. Abdullah is when I go from Shabbos to Tichot. So that's called Abdullah. That's called, uh, that's called um, regular separation. There's a phrase in the world. Not only by Shabbos. Phrase in the world goes, Chavra, we know this to be true, the longer we live. And that is, if a Yid doesn't make himself Kaidesh, the Gayim will make him Abdullah. Which means that the Rabban Shalom wants us, and we want, and we need that to know that we're different. We can't live like the Gayim. Somebody came to one of the Chesidah Sherebas, which I can't pronounce his name, and because it's the name of the town and I don't know all the shtadlach. He says to him, he says, Rebbe, you keep all your old traditional, you wear your big long white socks and your furry hats and all your funny looking stuff. He says, I dress, you know, like a reformer, like an enlightened Jew. Let me ask you a question. He says, you think Avram Avinu dressed like a chassid shayid? You think he had long payas and tall socks and... Uh, Long, you know, long jackets. You think you look like Avram Avinu? And the Rebbe says, you're right. I'm pretty sure Avram Avinu didn't, look, didn't dress like me. But I'll tell you one thing for sure. I don't know what he wore. He dress like him. Whatever the Goyim looked like, he made sure to look different. That's all I know. All right? And Avram was the Ibri. That's why I get this. Chevra, 
Leishinu Eshmam Abushim Lashainam. Yeah, we need to be kaidish. We need to be kaidish. We need to be elevated. If we don't make ourselves elevated, the Rebbeinu will send other reasons, other paths to show us that we're Havdalah, that we're different from the world, be it through anti-Semitism or through other ways. All right, Vaiter in the Gemara. Therefore it says, this is holy for you. It is yours. You're allowed to gain from it. I would think that even if a person does a Maisa Shabbos unintentionally, you're not allowed to benefit. When you chayim misa, only bebezit. So only when you do bebezit, you chayim misa. That's what we say, you're not allowed to benefit. But if it's not going to be chayim misa, because it's shaygig, then you're allowed to benefit. That is the understanding and the background of Rabbi Echelen Asandler's opinion. argue about what Rabbi Echelen Asandler was coming for. One holds that according to Rabbi Echelen Asandler, Maise Shabbos is the Raisa V'chadamar Maise Shabbos Dirabonah. That Maise Shabbos Dirabonah. What does it mean Maise Shabbos an act of Shabbos is biblical or rabbinical? What it means is once the act is done, that which has been created is there a din? Does the Torah tell me what to do with that now? I cooked a, I cooked the steak on Shabbos. Does the Torah tell me what to do about it, or is it a din to telling me how to handle it? Now, man, the Omar, the one who says, Daraisa, the one who says that that's a Asr Daraisa Kedamara, and we just explained the whole thing. The whole pasuk in the Torah, only if it's done, if it's done unintentionally, it's mamish like misa. You did not let it kaidesh. You did not let it benefit from it. Man, and the one who says it's only us at the Rabbanon, they say, Amar Kra Kaidesh, he, he Kaidesh, Vein Masel Kaidesh. Shabbos is Kaidesh. But things that are made on Shabbos is not Kaidesh. Bishmal Amanda Mardar Haisa. It's understandable if you say that the Maisa Shabbos is not let it be used biblically. Um, to top of Amr Beis Lahachi, because of this reasoning, Patri Rabbanon, the Rabbanon said, we're now bringing this full circle back to our Gemara. The Rabbanon say, that if I ask somebody else to shecht my animal on Shabbos, the Rabbanon Potter, the Rabbanon say, the Rabbanon say he's Potter. Why? Because it is not called Shechita, because it's not fit to eat. It's not called the Shechita. But if you're going to say that the whole transgression, that it's not fit to eat, is only then the Rabbanon. So now the guy did a valid Shechita. Now that he did a valid Shechita, the whole logic falls out the window, give out. Goes back to your question. What do you mean? Answers the Gemara. You're right. Ashara, we're going on the other cases. There were three cases mentioned. That's where we say they are putter from Dalit Vehe when when um the that the uh the Ghana's putter from uh, from Dalit Vehe. But on Shabbos in a Khanami, he would still be Chayev on Dalit Vehe because my Shabbos is only also the Rabbah. Okay. Because even if you could say Rabbi Meir, Zot the Gemara, third line, and Rabbi Meir, Amai Mechayev Sheichel Avodazar. Rabbi Meir said that if I steal something and I shech the animal for Avodazar Amamish, it seems, is that a chiyav misa? Yeah, vada. Right? I don't worship. Why are you going to be obligated on Dalit Behe? Kivan the Shachababhorta. Once he starts the shechita, once there's a little cut, asra, now you're not allowed to benefit from it anymore. Because the moment you start cutting, it becomes forbidden to benefit. It's now part of an offering of Avedazara. And therefore, when you keep cutting, 
uh, and, and you complete the shechita and make it uh, make it kosher, it becomes aser ba'na v'loy demare katavach. This says the Gemara, but it, it's not the original owners anymore. Because now, once something becomes once something becomes forbidden to benefit, it loses all its value. So there's no owner anymore. So you, now you're still obligating your original amount that you stole, right in the in the original kefil. But at this point, since since dalid vehei is only after the owner lost his ability to benefit, somebody goes and and, and uses uh, you know and, and uses something from by desaras now also to benefit from. Okay, you're right. We're stuck. So you know what the case is? The kapo just happened. In other words, Davai Dezara, ask the Gemara. The, the issue of Davai Dezara happens the moment you start cutting, because now it becomes Mamish and offering of Davai Dezara. Davai is only when the Shechita is completed. And by the time you completed the Shechita, it doesn't have the value of Davai There's no Davai So Gemara responds, all right, you know what the case has to be? The case has to be where you said like this, when you started shechting the animal, you didn't say, I'm going to cut it for Avay You're going to say, when I finish giving it a kosher shechita, now it's Avay Dezar. So yeah. people find many ways, the, you know, they have, uh, a number of years ago, they came out with the, I'm sure, I don't know if it's still popular in yeshiva, it's called the Avera song. You can look it up. It's an Avera song. Some yeshiva guy did some sort of spoof. Um, all the Averas that he does. Like he davka, uh, I forget, I forget the examples he gives Whatever it is. What's the reason Tavach Amachar's Dalit Behe? Is it because you've created a situation where it's no longer available to the original Baal? So, Machlaikas. You got there, Mitzvah Shem. No, no, no. You, you got there. It was two daf ago, I think. Oh, I find out. So, so, no, it's Machlaikas. It's quick. It's good. It's good Chazar. Machlaikas. Either it's because you're being Mashrish, the Geneva, you're making it a deeper Geneva. So it's like you're taking it from shlav to shlav, or it's because you're making it further away from the owner. You make it less possible. It's like now it's two steps, and there's nafka. The Gemara gets into gets into nafka minas, okay, as to why there's additional uh, additional pain. Would you still have to pay kefal since you're no longer chayav dal behei because it's a meisah shkita for a Sure, you still pay kefal. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Says the Gemara Shara Niskal. What if I steal a shara? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you have an axe that is supposed to be niskal. It's a psak that it's going to die. Our Mishnah said, if you shech or sell, you pay dollar behe. Here's the problem. A shara niskal is like a desire. There's no, you know, the benefit. There's no value. Okay. Isura katabach. So it's not considered the owners anymore. What do we do with that? We're just going through the case of the Brisa, try to understand it. The owner of the ox gave it over to a shimer, okay, somebody to watch, and then the the ox killed while it was under the watchman. And the Edom were in Beis Hashem. And there was a Gemar Din in the house, in, uh, you know, while it was under the domain of the Shimer. The owner was nowhere. To be found. Rav Meir Savlakar of Yaakov is Savlakar of Shimon. And Rav Meir holds like Rav Yaakov, and he holds like Rav Shimon in such a case. What does that mean? He holds like Rav Yaakov and Rav Shimon. So the Gemara explains Savlakar of Yaakov, the Amar Afni Shinik Mardina Yaksir Rasham with the Balam Muxer. Even after a Psak Din, if the owner comes back and the watchman takes this, this ox that has now been condemned to be stoned and gives it back to the owner, he's off the hook. 
I, practically speaking, I gave you back what you gave me. Granted, before it had value, and now you're not going to benefit from it. But you know what? Here it is in front of you. He also Something which is a grama of money, causes money, is like money. What does that mean? If you steal kachim that you are, you have a responsibility on, you're going to be chayiv. See something which is the cause of money. Is considered uh, is considered money itself. So meaning that if you make something, even if you don't mamish own it, we're going to consider it to be his. Uh, it's going to be considered to be his property, and therefore, in such a case as well, you're going to be mechuyev to pay dalid vehey to the owner. Now, notice here's what's going on. This is the there, there's there's one catch to this. Again, let's remind ourselves. Our Mishnah said ashar haniska. An axe that's been passed on to be stoned. I shechted or sell it, I paid dalit vehey. We had a question. Why? Forbidden to benefit from. Why are you paying dalit vehey? Answers the Gemara. Because, here's the case. The axe was, con- was um, uh, condemned, passed on, for stoning. Everything took place by the Shimer. Now... The Shimer still has a right to return it to the owner and be off the hook. The fact that I shafted or sold it made it impossible now for the owner to do that, for the Shimer to give it back to the owner. And by me creating this problem for the Shimer, I paid Dalit Vahey. So combining Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Shimon, there's no mamish value, but since I got in the way of, of the Shimer, you hear the chab? This is the you're costing, you're well, costing the Shimer. That's right, you're costing him. He would have been potter, he could have said, Arisha Chalafanacha. You know, here, here's your ox. Now we can't do that anymore. Even though it's forbidden to benefit from, you're going to be obligated in Dalabay. Okay. Omar of Kahana. Rebbe Kahana says, right smack dab in the middle of Ayin Aleph, Omar Beis. I told this over in front of Rev Zvid from Narda. Or do we want to establish our Mishnah like Rev Meir and not Rebbe Shimon? Now we said, again, our Mishnah which says that if you steal an animal and you shecht or sell it on Shabbos, Yom Kippur, you're going to be chayv and we said this is the opinion of Rev Meir, it's not Rebbe Shimon. I, Vakatani Seifa, but in the end of the Mishnah we said Rebbe Shimon, Paiter Bishnaeilu, Rebbe Shimon only says, in the last cases which were mentioned of, of uh, Chulun in the Azara and Shreifa, that's where he argues. Bichlal, which seems to imply, he agrees with the rest of the Mishnah that there's going to be a chiyav of Dalit Vehei. Omar Li, so Rav Zvid said, it's a mistake. No, it doesn't mean he agrees with the rest of the Mishnah. He just agrees where the, uh, where the, the axe was Tavachumachar for other purposes other um, other than actual personal benefit, for example, that is going for the dogs or for medicine. The mission then says, if somebody steals from his old man, he shechts it or sells it, and then what happens? His father dies. His father passes away. Okay? What was the halacha? You pay dalit vehei. You're going to pay four or five times the amount. Rabbi asked a question searching for information from Rabbi Nachman. Ganav shar shal shnei shutvin. If somebody steals an axe from two partners, v'tavchay, and he shechts it, v'hayde le'echad mayhem. So you steal an axe that two people own, and shecht it. You steal it from two, you shecht it, and you walk over to one owner and you say, "I did it." 
Mahu. What is the halacha? Okay. What's the problem? Oh. Usually when you admit to a fine penalty, you're off the hook. But here you only admitted to one owner. You didn't fess up to both owners. And now witnesses show up. I would say you're still chayiv. You would say you're still chayiv because? Because the knas is coming mitzad Ruven and shema. So you only were maida to Ruven. So you're not being maida to the knas or to the, to the, to the, to the geneva, whatever it is. So it's not a complete hodah. Okay. So maybe... Or you pay half. Let me... Oh, oh, that's what Gemara is going to assume. Or do we say, very good. But you're or, changing the knas. Okay, or do we say there's such an idea. See, if I would pay back four or five times the amount, who would that money be split amongst two guys? Maybe if I admit to one, I still have the other half in place. No, it's one penalty, you tie them. Yeah, because Either pay you're, you're changing the knas. The Torah doesn't say pay two or two and a half. If we say yesh Okay. I don't understand. Okay. If we say Yishbira, which means each one of them own that amount of the animal. Ain Brera means there's you can't divide this animal, they each own it totally. Yesh Brera means you could say each one. So now if you hold Yesh Brera, once if you hold Yesh Brera, would you agree that it makes sense to pay half of dollar the hay? Why would it make sense? Because your half is whole is whole to the other one. Okay. So here we go. Let's go through the question again. Somebody steals an ox and two partners and admits to one of them and not the other. The Torah says you pay back five times. Not five half cattle. Or perhaps. Yeah? Uh, maybe it doesn't mean uh, that has to be complete. Maybe half is fine. He says back to him. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. That's a challenging question. Let's get into our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says somebody steals from his old man. And he shechts it or sells it. Then his papa dies. He pays four or five times back to the estate. But here, since his father died. Pause. Who's he paying? The estate. Now, isn't he part of the estate? part of the estate but he's not paying himself he's paying an, a separate entity but one second maybe you should pay four or five times the amount minus what you're inheriting so here we go since his father died maybe it's like you're agreeing to one of them you admit to one of them because the same way when you have partners you're fessing up to one over here fessing up to yourself that's not okay. yeah that's you have one brother if you have one brother, there's two boys that are inheriting. You have to, this gewalt. You have two brothers. Your father dies, you owe the estate four or five times. But I say you're an owner. You get half of it. And what do we say? You do pay Dalit Behei. You say you do pay Dalit Kasha on Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, You don't pay half. Why are you paying anything in our Mishnah? I'll tell you why. The father already took him to Bezdin and then the father died, which means that there's a pre existing financial obligation that's happening over here. 
In other words, don't worry anymore about the Hamisha Bakar Amarachman Achatsoiba. Once Bezdin Paskins, you have a financial amount that needs to be paid. You now have to pay that. It's not about half the cattle anymore. Let's say the father did not take him to court or be the Allah. You're not going to have to pay four or five times the amount. Let's look at the end of the Mishnah. Still from his old man, and his old man dies. And then he shechts afterwards. See, the case of the Mishnah is where you shecht it or sell it before your father died. What if your father died? You stole from your father, your father died. And then you shecht or steal it. What happens afterwards? Nifleg bidi day. Let's let's uh, yeah. explain the difference in that halach in this mishnah itself. But Madvar Muriman say it like this: When do we say you paid all of a hekish on bedin? When the father took him to court? If he didn't take him to court, you don't pay all of a hekish. Why do you got to come onto a whole new case? You're right. It could have done that. I did not say brasha. But since we learned at the beginning of the Mishnah, that with the cases where he stole from the father, the father already took him to Bezdin, a shechted or sold the father, took him to Bezdin, and also Seif and Ami, we kept that consistent case of the Seif as well. And we said, Yeah, you stole from your father, and then you shechted, and then, um, and then his father died, and you shechted yourself. We just want to stick with that case as opposed to a change in the case. Let's offer the next morning, Amr Leir, Rabbi Nachman said, Chamisha Bakar, Nachman, Afil Chamisha Chatsai Bakar. It does, you would pay half, Bahaidloi Amr Leib Orta. And the reason why I didn't tell you this Svaro last night, Tapa tomorrow's daf, Vloi Achli, Abisra, Detura, I didn't have a good dinner. I didn't have a good dinner. I didn't have some good flesh last night. Uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, therefore, I, uh, I didn't, uh, I made a mistake. Says the Gemara of Alamaishna, Reisha, Maishna, Seifa. So now, what's the difference between the Reisha? And the Seifa. Why is there enough Gamina if I shechted or sell it before my father dies, or shechted or sell it after my father dies? Amarle, he says to him, Reisha Karina Bisura, in the first part where you could mommy say that he slaughtered it. So that means completely the whole thing, everything was done by Isser. So there you're going to be Chayab Dalit Vehei. Everything was done. You stole it, transgression. Shechted or sold it, your father's still alive. The whole thing's a transgression. The whole thing's the Isser. That's where we're going to obligate you. But Seifa, in the second case, where the father had already died, and then I shechted or sell it. So, like Karina Bayutvachai, you can't say the entire Tvicha happened completely in Isser. Because at the time that you shechted it, it was partially yours already. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. We're at the two dots, Vajam. We'll pick up Matzi Shabbos, 6.30 p.m. And uh, from, uh, from the two dots, Nafayim Bays, have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.